welcome to the 25th episode of Virtually Unbreakable podcast, where we inspire you to live happier and more fulfilling lives. My name is Ella and I'm your host. Today's topic is couples therapy and what stops us from building happy relationships. What roadblocks do we need to overcome to make therapy successful? My guest today is Anna Prusinska, who is an integrative relational psychotherapist based in South London. In her private practice, Anna sees individual clients as well as couples. I'm pleased to have you here with me, so sit back, relax and enjoy this episode. Hi Anna, welcome to the show. It's so nice to see you again. Hi Elas. I'm glad we can meet again to discuss relationships and uh, what we can do to transform them. Sure, it's a pleasure. Um, so Anna, you are a psychotherapist and a couples counselor. What type of people usually come to see you in your practice? It actually can be anyone. Um, these are young people, adults, elderly people. So psychological difficulties, uh, similarly as physical ones, can touch anyone, regardless of age or status. And if it's not related to different disorders, which are called pathologies in medical terminology, most of my clients come to therapy because they have realized that they are in a crisis and that it is very hard for them to cope with it on their own. And it is usually emotional crisis that has roots in their previous experiences that may reach as far as into their childhood, the earliest moments of life, how they were treated in primary relationships by their parents and carers, but also how they were treated uh, by partners, friends, peers at school or at work. And following that, we can go even deeper because parents can bring unconsciously their own traumas whilst raising a child and pass uh, generational historical traumas that were never acknowledged and healed before in this family or culture. Mm, I understand. It seems to me that so much in our adult lives depends on our childhood. Why is childhood so important? Um, what we learn in childhood can have really tremendous impact on our entire lives uh, just because we've learned something in these early formative years uh, it is really hard uh, to grasp to understand um, to get some knowledge about that because it is usually um, staying on our unconscious level, on unconscious mind, and it can lead us through life on autopilot and causing a lot of pain, emotional suffering, many, many problems, uh, just because it's not something that we realize. Right, I see. And tell me, what are the most common issues people come to you with? What are their main struggles? and problems they are looking to solve? Uh, these are usually different levels of depression and anxiety, low mood, uh, feelings of emptiness and uh, lack of meaning. These are also difficulties with an agency, with having own voice in a relationship 
and in the world. So commonly, it's well known from one side as self-esteem issues. And people also come with anger problems on both sides of the spectrum. So it's either excessive outburst of anger or problems with expressing any kind of feelings related to that. Uh, many clients um, have communication difficulties. All this is usually realized in a relationship with the other. And most of the time, this is partner, these are children, friends, colleagues, uh, bosses at work. And in the process of therapy, clients often realize that uh, it is not only the relationship with outside what matters, uh, but also how they relate to themselves. And also for some, it will be realization how they re uh, relate to higher power, something greater than themselves, uh, whatever it means to them. Wow, that's so interesting. Especially your last point, how we refer to ourselves has a big impact on our relationships. So we really need to build this connection with ourselves first get to know ourselves, which is exactly what I teach um, through my products at Virtually Unbreakable. Um, and if someone wants to improve their relationship or marriage, do you think it's beneficial um, that they come to you with their partner? Does that usually help? Um, definitely, it can be the best way to improve their relationship. Uh, but the problem is that one person may not want to use this type of help. And they want to resolve problems on their own or what is worse, they think there is no issue at all. And sometimes the person that pushes the partner to go for therapy is feeling quite confident that they do not have many issues, but the partner does. And they want to prove their fault in therapy. But in the course of sessions, they may discover that they are actually contributing a major part to their relational problems. In this case, when our partner does not want to change, it is always a great idea to try individual psychotherapy to understand ourselves um, and the actual conflict better. And it may help us uh, then um, to make a decision. What do you want to do with this relationship? If we want to continue that in the same form or if we want to change something, if we want to leave or maybe stay. Right, I see. So it can really help to make that important decision, which I suppose in itself is very valuable, right? And based on your experience, what are the most common roadblocks people need to overcome to improve their relationship or their marriage? Uh, the biggest obstacle, in my opinion, in the relationship or marriage uh, is something that we strive also to transform in therapy and which is bringing conflicts from unconscious to conscious to awareness. So couples most of the time argue about more surface issues uh, than they realize. By, by awareness in this case, I mean actual listening to each other with an open mind, but also listening to yourself and your own needs and wants, uh, your own beliefs and values. Uh, because uh, this is something that we, we clash about uh, with our partners. And eventually we have to communicate all of this in a non-violent way, trying to achieve understanding, compromise and peace. 
And it is the process of negotiating that we have to learn as well in this uh, case. Yes, totally. Could not agree more. The art of constructive communication and negotiation is an important skill in any relationship. And what about the ability to see things from your partner perspective? Do you think that is crucial? Uh, sometimes it is also making our partner the priority and maybe next time we are prioritizing ourselves. It does not have to be equal, equal all the time. The joy of giving just for the sake of giving, not giving to achieve something or to have the same treatment in return, not sacrificing yourself on the altar of relationship. So if you want a relationship that is deeper than simply sharing life as tenants, providers, um, this kind of practical relationship uh, with only economical function, like um, agreeing for paying for a mortgage together, paying bills, uh, being cared for financially. So you need to open up for building intimacy on emotional and uh, even spiritual level especially if uh, awareness for you is also a spiritual term. And what about setting boundaries? Do we really need boundaries? Even when um, we love each other very much and we enjoy spending time together? Generally, in a good relationship, the boundaries between the partners are neither rigid nor non-existent, but flexible to build intimacy. Unhealthy relationships are often built on fear, for example, that my partner will leave me if I will not behave. But healthy relationships are built on healthy boundaries, with both partners accepting and respecting the other. They are not selfish and they represent self-love. In fact, real love can't exist without boundaries. This is something that we also have to learn. Well, actually, I'm thinking now it might be really helpful for our listeners to hear what boundaries really are um, and really define boundaries as some people well, might not be familiar with them. So what is the definition you go with? Uh, the shortest definition of the boundaries I know is that the boundaries is the ability to say no. Um, it is a quite broad subject, though, and contains a lot. Many people, even if they have heard about boundaries, may not be sure how to set them in relationships. Yes, I actually, I actually know quite few people who would definitely benefit from having stronger boundaries. And obviously, I know from my own life and my own experience that it's not always easy to keep my boundaries um, as we all can sometimes feel guilty. I think especially we women can feel really guilty when we are not able to give the other person what they want from us. Um, so how do you recommend setting those boundaries? Where is the best place to start? So what do you think when you hear the word boundary? Like what, what first thought is coming to your mind? It's some kind of a line, some form of a fence. Uh, this is dividing something, protecting something. Um, and that's exactly what is going on in psychological terms uh, with this line. This is the line in relationships uh, that is showing 
where one person ends and another begins. I understand. And what happens when we have no boundaries? So when we have no boundaries, we can behave in many different ways. So we completely lose this grasp of like when one person ends and uh, another begins where we begin and where the other person ends. Uh, so, for example, um, if we are talking about women behavior in relationships, very often they cross their own boundaries by sacrificing themselves for the sake of a family, for the sake of relationship. And they give so much from themselves that they burn out, they suffer, they get ill. They may deny own feelings or, or having any feelings at all. And they usually have serious difficulty with expressing feelings. So they are letting themselves to be hurt, used by people. And if they are hurting, they seek the guilt in themselves instead of the person who really actually hurt them. Um, this kind of women overwork, try to please the other, try to earn love somehow. And they usually cannot ask for help, do everything on their own. It's really a long list and we could multiply these examples. So am I correct thinking that having boundaries is absolutely essential in any relationship in order to ensure a happy relationship. And definitely, we were talking about um, women boundaries in a relationship that she was crossing her own boundaries in the previous example. But at the same time, um, women are usually crossing the partner's boundaries. They are usually trying to control, manipulate, preach, teach the partner just to achieve the love and proper treatment. So they try to achieve something that the partner should actually give you willingly. And the problem is that uh, women with poor boundaries or no boundaries will choose the partner that will not treat them well. They, for example, go out to a party and will somehow pick up the most ill person in the room, like emotionally ill person, to become their mate and later put him on a pedestal and will commit their lives to do whole study to cure him, rescue him, support him, to raise him to be the best partner, basically raising him uh, as a child. So not treating him as a partner, but as a child. And there are obviously more healthy versions of this dynamic because from the couple therapy theory, we know that there is always one person in a relationship who has more tendency to chase, to seek safety. And this is very often uh, a woman. And she's uh, seeking for this rootedness. Uh, whilst the other one uh, is usually withdrawing, wants to have more space, more freedom. Very often uh, this uh, other person is men. So if you add more serious childhood attachment wounds to the pot, the drama is inevitable. And these are real dramas because these are not movies. These are broken lives, broken families, just because of not having awareness of their pain that is leading them and just because they have no boundaries. 
And finally, if any of our listeners would like to find you, where is the best place to look for you? And do you offer a free initial consultation? I'm working online with most of my clients at the moment, uh, but I'm also working face-to-face in South East London, Lewisham. So you can contact me either through my website or the BACP link that uh, I will leave in the comments. I'm helping individuals and couples to understand themselves better so they can exercise their agency with the bigger awareness and make the best choices for themselves. And if you would like to know more, just uh, please feel free to text me or write a message. uh, So I will call back and uh, we can arrange the free uh, initial consultation to check how I may be able to help you. Anna, thank you so much for your time today. Um, To all of you who are interested in exploring the topic of relationships further, I want to mention that we are currently running a promotion. Together with Anna, we have developed a product um, for those of you who really want to improve their love life or their marriage or relationship. And there is a hugely valuable content included in this product. And currently you can access it free of charge in return for feedback or a review. Um, If you are interested, please contact me via LinkedIn under Ella, that's E-L-A, Sengera, S-E-N-G-H-E-R-A. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. Also, why not leaving me a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify if you enjoyed today's podcast. If you would like to receive the notes from today's episode, you can find them on our website, which is virtuallyunbreakable.bassprout.com. See you in the next episode of Virtually Unbreakable, where we will discuss how to bulletproof your kids against bullies and increase their self-esteem.